Hey everybody, it's Candace. Welcome to episode 11 of Getting My Husband Off My Podcast. It's just me today, y'all. Just coming to y'all with a little conversation because hubby seems to think that my mind wanders a lot when I'm at home by myself. So I'm going to talk to y'all when my mind starts to wonder. I have, first of all, apologize in advance. They are doing construction work outside of my house. So if y'all hear anything, that's what it is. Kids ain't here today. I can't blame it on them. Hubby ain't here today. I'm kicking stuff and moving stuff. Can't blame it on him. So it's them. But I would talk to y'all about stuff that's going on in the media. But I don't want to do that right now. Because we do that together. That's something we do together. So, right now, I'm just going to speak to y'all from the heart. Um, I have noticed that, well, so let me take that back. Rewind. As a lot of you may know, a lot of you may not know, um, it's coming up on the two-year anniversary since I lost my mother. Well, it'll be a month. It's in May, but, you know, it's coming up. And I know a lot of people out there have lost parents, loved ones, and it's hard to deal with. So I am talking to those people who really don't know how to deal with it right now. At first, it was hard. Like, I had to put on a big, I had to be the the hard one. I didn't want to, I didn't want anybody to see me grieve. Didn't want anybody to see me feel because I had kids, I had my sisters, my grandmother, I had everybody in my family, you know, that I didn't, you know, I felt like I needed to be there for. So, my fault that was up. <laughs> so, I mean, I kept a lot of stuff in, a lot. I kept a lot in around that time. And I mean, everything was getting to me, the way people were acting. I would come home and tell him about it. And he was, you know, you got to say something. You got to say something. But in my mind, I didn't want to cause a riff right now because I felt like we were all broken, which is understandable. That was my mother. You know, we didn't have the best of the relationship beginning like like most teenage girls and their mother. You know, we feel like we know everything and they don't want to we they don't want to let us grow up. So we we had a rocky start, especially when I had my son. I did some stupid things. We both did some stupid things, but we made up for it. So losing her, I felt like I lost my best friend, like one of my best friends aside from my husband. Because at the end, we did have a good relationship. I could call my mom about anything, or we would just talk, or she would let me know. I mean, she was never one to get in your business unless you asked her for help. So, I mean, I miss that now. It's hard because that has, not having my mama to talk to has really made me realize that I don't have any friends. But I'm getting off subject like we always do. Just for the people that are dealing with a loss and finding it hard. It all comes in waves. You got to take it day by day, minute by minute, second by second. Because especially if it's a parent or a child, that is hard to deal with. That is not something that I feel like any of us are equipped to deal with. We just got to get through it the best way we know how. And now I got through it. I, um, 
like I said, I held a lot in at first. And then, you know, I started talking and opening up. Um, I had a lot of motherly figures in my life that were trying to get me to open up. And, and not to necessarily say they were trying to come in and take my mom's place. But, you know, they were just letting me know, you know, you do have somebody to talk to. You can come to me if you need anything. And my grandmother... <laughs> My grandma's the backbone of this family right now, so I talked to her a lot after a couple of months, you know, because she lost a child. So I know she was feeling it way harder than I was, but we talked. So my advice to the people that are out there dealing with this, open up, talk, but don't let your grief consume you to where you feel like you can't keep going on because that's not what your loved one would, would want. They would want you to continue to go on, to continue to do, you know, continue on with the greatness. And like at first with me, I wasn't, I quit my job because it was hard. I mean, it was a lot of stuff going on with the job. There was a lot of stuff going on personally. And then with the loss of my mother on top of that, I just couldn't deal with it. So... I quit because they wanted me to come back to work that next Monday after I had buried my mother. And I'm like, no, I need to grieve. Like, I need to get some of this stuff out. Y'all don't want me in here dealing with your customers with the way that I'm feeling because then I'm going to get fired. So I let it go. But, I mean, just do what you need to do. If you need to step away from work, if you need to step away from people, do what you need to do to get yourself back on track to finding your peace, finding your way to make it through this world. Because it's never going to get easier. And like I said, it's coming up on anniversary. And I always start getting a little sentimental. So I know next month is going to be hard for me. It always is. Just like her birthday is hard for me. Just like my son's birthday is tomorrow and it's hard for me. Because... My mama's not here, but I know she watching. She looking down on me. Hopefully, she proud of me now. Proud of all of us, even though some of us, um, me, me included, have made some stupid mistakes since she's been gone. But we getting it back on track. But back to what I was saying earlier about not having any friends. I honestly do not have any female friends. So, ladies, is there any of y'all out there like that that don't have any female friends that you can just talk to? It's like, I'm not saying that I don't get along with women. I do. But I've had a lot of women burn me in the past. Like, they've done stuff to try to sabotage my relationship with my husband. They've done stuff to try to sabotage me mentally. And so I find myself pulling away from women a lot and I kind of have a standoffish attitude before I even let people in and that's something I'm working on I know I'm not alone out here but like on days like this when I'm sitting at home by myself kids gone to school husband gone to work I'm really not ready to start working on anything and because it's like seven o'clock and seven thirty in the morning so there's nothing really that I want to start working on right now. And oh, when I say working on stuff, I have not told y'all what I do for a living. 
Uh, I'll get into that in another, another episode, but I don't really want to start working on anything. My body can't handle eating food in the morning. Like, this early in the morning. I don't know. I'm weird. But I feel like I don't have anybody I can go talk to. Like, you know how some of y'all got them friends that you could pick up the phone anytime and she going to talk to you, be down for anything. For me, that's my husband. And right now, he's at work. He's working a lot. So I feel like, what should I do? Should I go out there? I mean, I'm 34. It's hard to try to make new friends at 34 because people are have built bonds. And I don't feel like I've built that bond with anybody. But I'm going to try it. I mean, I'm going to get out there more. I have been really standoffish about getting out there and out into the world. But it's also been cold. So, and I ain't got no car right now. So, I used to be walking around in the cold out here trying to do some business and make friends at that. But I'm going to work on it. But... Enough with all the heavy stuff. Like I said, my second son, my other, my son is turning 11 tomorrow, y'all. I'm about to have three kids. We about to have three kids in double digits. And a teenager on top of that. I'm not old enough to have no teenager. I'm only 16 myself. Nah, I just said I'm 34. Y'all playing. I'm playing. But it seems like with them, they are growing up so fast I see my oldest coming into his own I see all of them like stepping into the people that they're going to be starting to step into the people that they're going to be except for that little young one he not going to be nothing yes me and him do argue a lot and we go back and forth a lot but that's because he get on my nerves in time anyway but I'm happy to see the people that my children are going to grow into. I can't wait for it. I think it's going to be amazing. But, okay, I know I said I didn't want to talk about stuff that's going on in the media. But heart to heart is really getting to me. So, um, did anybody see WrestleMania or the wrestling fans out here following us? Because it was actually a pretty good show. It was a pretty long show. Especially if you watched it from the pre-show to the end. That was seven hours. That was a long time. I'm sorry. And if I hadn't made it to WrestleMania, like I said this year, we was going to leave. Because there ain't no way I'm about to sit in no stadium seats for seven hours. But anyway, um, what happened? I love the fact that Braun and Nicholas won the Tag Team Championship. I love that. The little JJ boy is so cute and he's so entertaining. I love that. I wish him nothing but the best in his life with his health and everything. And any greatness that he's going to get, he deserves it. Um, I like the fact that everybody was represented at WrestleMania this year. You had the LGBTQ people represented. Um, women, men, children. Just everything is really starting to be for everybody. I love the fact that Nia Jax is the Raw Women Champion only because, you know, she's a bigger girl, which is not important to me because, like I said, you know, I don't worry about size, but it is important for girls like that to see her. And I know that's not all that she's about. She's about more than that. But 
people do focus on looks alike a lot in this world. So it's good to see people out there, to see women out there differently, different shapes, different sizes, doing different things. It lets these little girls, and with men too, lets these little boys know that, hey, I can do anything. I can be this person. I can do this. Nothing is going to stop me. And that is all excellent to me. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. I told y'all I was sick. But um, I hate the fact that Brock won. I'm sorry, but husband might be mad. He might be mad a lot if he heard this, but he ain't here. So <laughs> I hate the fact that Brock won because I feel like Brock is a bully. He, he, I don't know. He's just a bully. And I know he's a wrestler. He's meant to be a bully. And he's meant to be mean. And that's probably not his character. But I don't like his character. He should change. He should be a little nicer. But um, what else happened? I talked about uh, Ronda Rousey. Oh, excuse me. Made her wrestling debut. And she beat up Triple H and Stephanie McMahon. Which was hilarious to me. I'm sorry. I used to like Stephanie McMahon a lot. But I don't know. She cheated a lot. A whole lot. And that ain't fair. It was making the kids mad. Mama, she cheating. She cheated. Yeah. But, yeah, I think it was an overall good show. But, like I said, a long show. But a very, very good show. It was. I actually stayed up for the whole thing, like I said. But it was good. We're going to have to start taking the kids to more wrestling matches when they come. Because they was extremely excited watching it. Especially my daughters. I didn't think they would be into it like that. Because they tend to be kind of girly, girly sometimes. So, But they did. They had a good time. Um, I like sitting down and watching stuff like that with, a, with all of us. Because I can sit back and just look at them. Look at the hubby and just look at all their reactions and see how much all of them are alike. <laughs> I feel like an outsider in my own house, y'all. Like, I'm the only person that don't act like them. <laughs> but according to my husband, I'm starting to act like him, too. He said I'm getting mean, but I don't think I am. I'm a sweetheart. That's why I need friends so they can see how much of a sweetheart I am. But <laughs> I'll get some. What else happened on wrestling? Um... What else? What else? Oh, um, Undertaker. Undertaker was my favorite wrestler. He came back for a whole five-minute match <laughs> with John Cena. Um, that was cool. I liked it. He really didn't have to come back for that because, but I guess they wanted, uh, I guess they wanted him to retire on top because last year when he retired, he lost. So now he's on top because he beat John Cena for a whole five minutes. Sorry, John Cena. Love you, too. But, like Undertaker a little more. My husband was kind of upset. He didn't think there was enough surprises from um, old wrestlers. But, I guess they're going in a new direction. So, the um, Hall of Famers are all great. Used to love the Dudley Boys. Was it um, Ivory? Who else? I can't remember who made it to the Hall of Fame, but it was great. Oh, Goldberg, of course. That man has the longest. Him and Undertaker had the longest entrance ever. It took them forever to get to the ring. But, I mean, it's good. But, like I said, we're going to um, have to start taking the kids to some wrestling shows more often. Um, I don't know how I feel 
about Ronda Rousey being a wrestler because she still looked like she was trying to, but she did a good job. But I don't know, maybe wrestling would be better for her than UFC. Not saying that she had a bad UFC career, but she said this is what she always wanted. I like that she paid tribute to Roddy Roddy Piper with the whole uh, get up. She was cute. <laughs> um, what else? What else? What else? What else? Oh, that's my phone going off. Um, oh, did y'all hear about? The topless girl that ran at Bill Cosby while he was on his way to his retrial. Um, she um was protesting and she ran at him outside of the courthouse. She had a bunch of stuff, um, bunch bunch of stuff on her body, like sands. Like I think it was like him calling him a rapist and talking about women's lives matter. Which is all stuff that I understand. It's all stuff that is true, but I don't think her um her delivery was right. Like why my thing is why were you topless? Like, I mean I read somewhere where somebody said she she did it topless because she really wanted people to notice her and get involved and Make a stand, but I feel like you you still could have been noticed and made a stand and kept your clothes on. Like I don't want, I don't think women should feel like the only way we f- need to be noticed is if we have to take our clothes off first. That's not that's not the message that we need to get across because that's not giving us respect. We want to be noticed for our words and our minds, not. Because I got my top turned, um, top taken off, and like I'm running around with my stuff out. That just ain't cool to me. I mean, I feel like she could have did it. It would have been just as powerful if she wasn't topless. But y'all know how we are, and y'all know we got crazy. Um, uh, we we just crazy because. I'm sorry, when he first told me, I laughed. And I know he laughed because I know him. Because you topless, baby. Like, what did you do? <laughs> like, it was funny, especially when he showed me the video. I'm like, okay, I get that she's trying to make a point, but this is funny. And she got, now you got this whole case that you got to go to jail for because you was trying to make a, make a um, statement being topless. Still don't think the topless thing was cool, but it was funny. I'm sorry. Not saying that things happening to women or whatever Bill Cosby is accused of is right. Because it's not. I don't know what happened. I wasn't there. But the whole situation with her running at him topless was funny. I'm sorry. She ran at the man topless. And then now I read somewhere that Bill Cosby is blind. Don't know when that happened. Hate that it happened if it's true. If it's not true, that's the dirty thing to say to try to get him out of being tried. But I feel like if he did it, he needs to stand up for his, you know, he needs to he needs to be held accountable for his actions. Um, With her, I did read that because the first one I thought about it and they said that she was on the sh- I read about it and they said that she was on the show. I was thinking, well, maybe. He did something to her or maybe that's her way of coming out and saying she was a victim too. 
but I read something a little bit ago that says she wasn't a victim, but with her being on the show, she was saying that she could have been one. So I get that, but again, with the topless thing, do not think that was the best way for her to get her point across. Because, like I said, I don't think we need to be getting attention just because we got our top. Because now that's all people are focused on is her being topless. They're not focused on what she had to say about him. They're not focused on what she was trying to prove. All you, all you hear is topless woman charged Bill Cosby. That's it. So the topless kind of, to me, it kind of took away from what she was trying to say. So, what else, what else, what else? Um, in other news, we got anniversary coming up, y'all. It's going to be 11 years. That's next month. 11 years. And there's a lot of people that didn't think we was going to make it to this far. And I know this podcast is jumping all over the place. But y'all know how we do. That's what we do. So don't think it's going to be any different because I'm by myself. I can't keep things in order. I keep my house in order. But I talk about what I think about. So, yeah. 11 years. A lot of people didn't think we was going to make it here. There's a lot of people out there that still don't think we're going to make it. And I know it is, but to them I say, ha, 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 <clears throat> to you. Anyway, <laughs> um, I'm happy, though. He makes me happy. We haven't had, like we've said in past podcasts, we haven't had the best relationships, you know. Everybody has their trials and tribulations in relationships, but we got through them. We got over them, and now, right now, we are the best and the strongest that we've ever been and I am so happy for that because <clears throat> he is my best friend he is my rock and I know that without him I would not be sitting here the woman that I am today without him I probably wouldn't even be on this podcast talking to y'all by myself because he gives me that that courage he gives me the courage and he also pushes me to be the best that I can be. And I love him to death for that. Like he don't know. And then I don't tell him a lot, but he you know I love him. I tell him I love him, but I don't tell him why I love him enough. Which is something that I know I need to work on. But hey, 2018 is a year of improvement and making things better. So, but yes, I do. I do love the fact that he pushes me and he strives for greatness. And I love the father that he is. I love seeing him interact with my children. I love that he's there for all of them through everything, no matter what. I love the love and respect that he has for his mother, for anybody that comes in his life. If he, if you come in his life and you you mean him well, then he will ride for you. He will respect you. He will love you. He will help you through whatever, anything, anytime, any day. And that's why I know that that man I married is still destined for greatness. Like he may not know it yet. He may even be scared of it sometimes because I know him. But I know 
he still has a lot of great things in him to do. So I can't wait for that either. But, I mean, enough about all my love because I'm just getting all emotional today. I can't be doing that all the time. I don't need y'all to hear me acting like a baby. But I do. I love him to death. And, oh. Oh, dang, I forgot to say, I'm talking about my son, my son, my um, brother-in-law's birthday is today. Happy birthday, Uncle C. If you listening, I don't know if he's listening, but I've seen him grow up to be the man that he is. I've seen a lot of people grow up and change in front of me. I can't wait to see my kids grow up and change in front of me. That just made me sound real old. <laughs> but I'm I'm happy for it. I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to be doing the things that we are doing now together. As well as the things that we're doing part. I'm happy for the stuff that my kids want to do. I'm just really happy right now. And that's that's rare for me. Because I'm, I've never been completely happy a lot. Like right now I feel like extremely happy and extremely accomplished like I know that anything we do or anything that I do personally is gonna be great so that's good and saying a lot for me because it's been a hard life but you know I'm in a good place right now with myself getting my health back together getting my mental back together (laughs) Becoming a better mother, a better wife, a better person, a better sister. Well, I can't be no better sister than I've already been. <laughs> that was a little arrogant, but still. But I was just, I feel like I'm the best me that I am. I mean, that I can't be so far. I'm not saying that this is it for me because I know it's not. I am working on some things, y'all. I ain't going to tell you yet until I get a little bit more done, but... Things are moving in a good place right now, and I'm happy for that. Um, what else? Nothing really. Um, just happy and loved and loving. And I hope all of you are out there happy and loved and loving. If you're not happy, we got to do something to find something. Do something or find something to get you to that happy place. Because everybody deserves it and everybody should be happy. If more people were happy, we would not have all the hate and stuff going around. But it's been real, you guys. I'm going to let y'all go. I'm going to talk to y'all later. Whenever y'all listening to this, good night, good morning, good evening, whatever. Have a good day. Have a good night. Have a good sleep. I don't know when you decide to turn us on, but so I just got everything covered. I love you guys. We love you guys. And again, thank you for all of the support. Until next time, bye-bye.